0: And he's the author of a great book called The Adventures of Eddie and Flip Boy. Uh,
1: Bobby, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me.
2: Now, this is very exciting. You are Flip Boy. We should explain that because you've been a gymnast from what age?
1: Um, I was a gymnast from the age of four and I retired competing for Great Britain when I was 17. So my whole, uh, my pretty much my whole childhood was, was gymnastics. Yeah.
0: God, it's not really right to have a career by the time and retire by the time you're 17. <laughs> is it? I hadn't done anything by that so stage. Well done.
2: You, you are the most amazing. Uh, you do stunt work on movies and your body doubles as well. How did you get into Hollywood?
1: It's actually a Great story. I was training to become a professional stunt performer for the UK British Stunt Register and, and film and TV, and I had a phone call. Um, and, and in the UK, so in the UK, you have to um, you have to qualify in like six disciplines from like a possible like I think it's twelve. Mm. Um, and I had four of my skills out of the six, and I had a phone call asking to come into Pinewood Studios and audition to stunt double for James Bond. Ooh. And I literally thought it was a friend of mine like taking the mick. so I was kind of like, "Come on, like what's what's happening here?" And the phone went silent for about a minute. And I realized it was legit and it was real. As the stunt coordinator, Gary Powell, was kind of, kind of a bit confused about what was happening. I was snapped into I, – I sharpened up pretty quickly and got into to, to Palmer Studios and auditioned at 9 a.m. on the Monday morning following uh, my first job.
0: Wow, yeah. that's insane. Now, stunt the stunt industry is one of the ones that has changed dramatically over the course of, of filmmaking. And um, I have read a few bits of the old school, and it was really – It got to a stage where it was pretty dangerous and and one-upmanship of of, of how much can we jump off something high and people died and stuff. What's it like now? Is it really competitive? If someone does a stunt in Endgame, is someone going to try and beat that stunt in another movie later on?
1: Uh, I mean, listen, we're always trying to raise the bar in, in what we do. And I think that, that's, that goes for every single industry. Um, I just think that, you know, for people to know that, you know, we, we try and make it as safe as we possibly can. Um, mm. And meaning, you know, we, we sometimes start a movie <clears throat> two, three months before any other department so we can break down the, the, the script and all the action and, and rehearse it properly and safely and repeatable. We, we understand the risks. Of, of course, it's part and parcel of what we do. But, you know, we, we take it very seriously and we've got, you know, some very incredible professionals in what we do. So um, we are trying to raise the bar all the time, but we do it as safely as we possibly can.
2: I've followed you online for some time because I went through a wormhole because once I found out you were the stunt for, double for Chris Hemsworth. She it was went, like,
0: if I can't get him, I'm maybe gonna, he's a chance. I'm just going to
2: surround myself with everyone <laughs> <love> he surrounds with. <laughs> uh, so we know that you're the body double for him, and I've seen that you get really annoyed when he goes really hard training because you have to go really hard training. And there, it seems like whatever he does, you have to do. You don't have a discussion about it, do you? Going, hey, do you mind just pulling back on the weights because I just need a, a bit break. of a rest.
1: Uh, I mean, listen, I've I've been lucky enough to be with Chris and in his in his contract now for ten years. We've done nearly fifteen films together, I think. But he's obviously clearly got the best rig in Hollywood, uh, and it is annoying because it means I have to train extra hard to get anywhere near his physique. Um, but in a good way, also, we push each other, and, it, and it's good. It's good to have competition. So, if you're going to have competition, you might as well have the best competition out there, which is him. So, you know, we, <laughs> the last store that well, we just we, we shot that obviously comes out next month, Love and Thunder, yeah. it was during COVID that we decided, he called me and said, Look, I want to get in the best possible shape we've ever been in healthiest fittest um so we're going to train even harder and i was like wait a minute <laughs> we we do that all the time and you always look ridiculous so wh- how are we going to change this yeah. and we managed to do it again we raised the bar he's in the best shape he's ever been i was in the best shape i've ever been um and i think everyone's going to be pleasantly surprised when the movie comes out yeah, i think he did an amazing job he must always. been
0: pretty excited when it was like fat Thor in the last one and he's like
1: you know what i might just fat suit it
0: like no we could have eaten like so much stuff
1: uh, yeah, it, I mean, unfortunately, in the schedule with Infinity War and Endgame, we actually there was a few, like, crossovers. We'd, we'd go back and shoot scenes while we were doing that, so there was never a chance for us to get fat. Ugh. And I, at the time, it was a joke, because I was like, yes, we're going to get fat, it's in the script, amazing. And he's like, nah, we need to shoot both movies at the same time, so we, we can't, so we had to train just as hard.
0: But then, wouldn't it be harder if you, like, say, they came to you and they said, we need to do a stunt for Daniel Radcliffe? Like, stripping the weight would be even harder to get down to twig size.
1: Um... I mean he's a lot smaller in height I think Mm. as well I think I'd have to (laughs) chop the bottoms of my feet off but we we actually we did that me and Chris did that um, in the heart of the sea uh, in the story, they get lost at sea and they starve. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah. we got really, really skinny and Chris took it to a new level. Like He really was in the zone for that one and uh, that was that was tough. So I think I went down to something crazy like 76 kg, the lightest I've been since I was 16, 17. It was insane. Wow.
2: And he keeps all his, like, you know, his school friends are all around him, his PT. We spoke to his PT. This is no joke. And he said this advice to us. Was this a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. He said that... Yeah, a credit that Chris Hemsworth and himself, yeah, that he, they fast until midday. So then we all started fasting to midday as well. Look how hot we
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> Look how that worked for us, Bobby. Is, is,
2: is, this, is this like you do as well?
1: Yeah, I think um, once we start getting in a, in a program and we're working on a film together, all of us as a group, exactly that, as a team, we'll try and, you know push each other motivate each other and try and stick to a, a regime and um you know the intermittent fasting it, it helps for so many so many studies have been done that you know helps with everything not just um you know controlling weight loss and whatever so um you know depending on what we have to do then yeah we'll just follow the program and the boys will join in and i mean Thor, love and thunder we were eating 10 meals a day two of those being protein shakes a day wow
0: what's the closest to death you came being a stunt death. There
1: must, um, there must
0: be one one stunt you did that either went wrong or that you were like, oh, this is, this, was is close, this is crazy.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I think um, a stunt that was pretty gnarly that I'm, I'm pretty proud of was on Extraction 1 where we go off the balcony onto an awning, onto a truck, yeah, hit great. the road, there's a bit of a fight, and then we get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I was close to dying, but it was a pretty full-on heavy hit. Um, and you know, I got set on fire, a full body burn on Game of Thrones out in Spain. That was um, that was pretty gnarly, but um, I don't think I've come close to to dying. Luckily enough, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no.
2: When you're coordinating them, do you actually count? Count. Well, I'm just saying, like when you're coordinating the fights, right. right, and the stunt doubles, like it has to be so hard rehearsed. Is it actually just that you all different count the moves out? Like a routine. Like a routine. Yeah. I always uh, wonder. It,
1: it's very much like a routine. It's very much like a dance routine for sure. You go over and over and rehearse it, but we don't we don't count it out. You kind of. <laughs> You, we obviously, right at the beginning, we'll you know, we figure out how many moves are in the fight. So, on Batman, the Dark Knight Rises, we did a fight, me and Buster Reeves, who was Bane stunt double, we did a fight that was like 114 moves long. Wow. Um, but that was kind of, we, we counted it very early on and then it was just repetitive, just re- you know, repeat, rehearse, rehearse, rehearse and get it you know, muscle memory basically. Mm. So yes, it's basically a routine exactly. Oh, guys,
0: now when I watch fights and movies, I'm like, they're going, and a one, one. and no, a two, I- and <laughs> a punch <laughs> you in the face, <laughs> and a three, <laughs> and a four, and a kick you in the balls. <laughs>
2: and that is why we will never uh, be stunt uh, <laughs> right,
0: doubles. Well, buddy, uh, thank you for your time this morning. Um, your book, it's called The Adventures of Eddie and Flipboy. It is out now. Um, get your hands on it. Great to talk to you. Really appreciate your Uh, insight.
1: Thank you very much for having me, guys. Um, Have a good day. Thanks very much.